Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Thank you, Jesus. Appreciate all of you tonight. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. In fact, I, I just as I walked up here, it just kind of settled in, and I feel it tonight. Back at the end of kind of, well, it wasn't really the end, but I, I'd finished my Bible through the Bible last year early. I don't remember into November or something like that and in my reading and in my study at that time this come together and God began to deal with me and it wouldn't leave me alone on it so I felt like that I needed to do something with it tonight so I'm going to by the help of God my representation isn't really great tonight what I've got together but just so you can get a video picture maybe you can get in your mind a picture of what's going on amen that's that's the whole thing because a lot of times people remember what they see when your mind goes blank you remember what you see so tonight I'm going to turn to Revelations chapter number five I've got Three different readings that I want to read and nothing long but uh, just to bring you, amen, where we're at. Revelations chapter number 5 and verse number 8. I want to read there and then I'll be turning to Revelations 8. Amen. Then I'll be going all the way back to Psalms but not long readings. Revelations 5 and verse 8 says... And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps. And then listen to the last phrase, and golden vials full of, everybody said odors, which are the prayer of the saints. Let's go to chapter 8 now, and I want to start at verse 1 and read through verse number 4. And when he had opened the seventh seal, it's opening of the seals, and this is the seventh, there was silence in heaven about the space of a half an hour. I want to preface right there that there is something awesome about to happen. When heaven gets silent for a half an hour, Something awesome is about to happen. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God. And to them were given seven trumpets. Verse number three. Listen very intently. And another angel came and stood at the altar. Having a golden censer. And there was given unto him, everybody said much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers 
of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Now Psalms 141, and one verse there. Psalms 141 and verse number 2. David says this just to kind of preface and bring it together. Let my prayer be set forth before thee as incense. And the lifting up of my hands as evening sacrifice. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for the word, Lord. <laughs> Your presence in this place. God, I pray you'd anoint these lips of clay. Oh, stir minds tonight. Stir our hearts and our souls by the word tonight, Lord. <laughs> oh, Jesus. He no go shut up my us. Do your will in this service, God. Speak to your people, encourage and strengthen, Lord, by the word of God. I pray it, Lord, in that lovely name, that name of Jesus. Amen and amen. You can be seated in the name of Jesus. If I could for a while tonight, I would like to minister on this subject. The missing ingredient. The missing ingredient. I think that we can see from the scriptures that I just read that according to the word, our prayers are incense. It's pretty, it says it. So I know that. And I want us to also understand that Prayers sometimes deal with different things. There's prayer in our adoration, yet there is prayer of confession. Confession is prayer that deals with our sins. It deals with us. The adoration in our prayer deals with God. It hollows Him. Amen. It shows it is adoration for who He is. And not what he does, but for who he is. So tonight, as I get to this place, just as a backup scripture, I'm going to go to St. Luke. As I get started, and we'll come back to these other scriptures. St. Luke chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. And let me read there real quick. Verse 8 through 10 of Luke 1, and it came to pass that while, and it's talking about Zacharias, that while he executed the priest's office before God in order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he came into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying, amen, without at the time of incense. Just to let you know, prayers, incense, all goes together. Let me 
Let me preface that. And while Zacharias was burning incense on the inside, notice the people were praying in the outer court without. Amen. So I, if, if anything that I can get into your mind tonight, I want you to understand that what's going on inside and what's going on outside is connected. It must be connected. Or can I say, or mixed. Somebody said mixed. Let's me know this as I begin to study this that my mind would not just seem like rest even in the night hours that I'd, I'd get up out of bed and I'd go back to my office and this thing would start dealing with me again and I began to, to ask the Lord God what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to, to get me to minister out of this? And then I began to understand if it's not mixed or if what we are doing is not mixed with some heaven, come on, that there is nothing going on. I can pray and pray amiss. The Bible says it. But if I pray and get heaven connected in my prayer, then something will happen miraculously. So our prayer, our incense, if you please, there needs to be a mixture with the incense of heaven. Glory. Our prayer needs the mixture of heaven. The Bible calls it 43 times a sweet savor unto the Lord. I don't know about you, but when I'm praying, I want him to smell something sweet coming from me. I do not want God to turn his head on my prayers, Brother Zach. If I'm expecting him to answer them, then I must send a sweet-selling savor unto the Lord. So that lets me know that I should not only be praying, but I ought to be adoring him. I ought to be worshiping in my prayer. It's not just prayer, but it's worship also. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Going back to Rome or to Revelations 8 and verse number 3. And another angel came and stood at the altar having a golden censer. Notice the saints' prayers were being offered upon the golden altar before the throne. Hallelujah. That other angel is standing back there and he's got a censer. Now, this is not a good representation of that. If you want to look censer up, they had all kinds of different things. They, had, they, they made them several different ways. It could be a bucket, you know, with a hook or whatever. And this is not a very good. But that, that angel had a censer. And that was to carry his coals in. And he would come and he would bring that to the altar. Now, he was holding that, but I can't hold it to preach too, so I'm just going to let it down there. Hallelujah. And the angel, having a golden censer, and there was given unto him. 
And I couldn't really find what I wanted. I've looked for a couple weeks, but I couldn't find anything. So I emptied this back. I thought this will have to do. And it said that he brought much incense. Now, I don't know what much is, but I got a feeling it was a lot more than this. But he brought much incense. Everybody said much incense. Now, as I began to pray about this, and as I began to study, I felt like that God was pushing me this way, that there seems to be something wrong. The prayers just wasn't going to do it alone. Hallelujah. And I began to look at this and I began to pray about it. He's standing before the throne. He's got the golden censer. Amen. And he's, he's now bringing much incense. I, when I think of much, I think there were several vessels. But he caught on. I don't guess. Well, I guess he could hold it. He's an angel. He could hold as many as he wanted, I guess. I don't know. Stack them on top of each other. Balance them, whatever. But I feel like there was. The Bible said it was much incense. Somebody say much incense that come before the throne but it seems like in this scenario that there was something missing an ingredient maybe something was missing there was there was not enough mixture the mixture wasn't right or can i say the the fragrance wasn't right there was there was not that sweet smelling savor that was right what I'm trying to preach to you tonight, I believe there has to be some incense. I believe there has to be a mixture in our prayers. We need a little heavenly scent coming down in our prayers. And this angel, amen, evidently he had seen that the prayers are not going to make it off of the offering if I don't do something. So I'm going to give me some incense and I'm bringing it in. Come on, church. I'm about to preach tonight. I feel what's building up on the inside. But I want to tell you something. God is looking for a church that's not only praying, but they're doing some worship. Come on. There's a sweet-smelling savor going up to the Lord while I'm praying. I don't want to. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Heaven sent. S-E-N-T, or heaven sent the smell. Come on. But evidently, there was not enough mixture, amen, in the prayers and the Bible said of all the saints. And he's about to pour, these is in heaven. These prayers are about to be answered. I'm here to tell you early. 1995 when mama died in December I got the feeling in January of 1996 that there was an angel standing at the golden altar and there was prayers of all the saints all, all the time that she'd been on this earth she was praying for her children her grandchildren come on Oh, nieces nephews there was nobody that mama wasn't praying for that was in the church but there was about something to happen when she left here, Brother Terry. There was some prayers that were waiting to be answered. And there was an angel, I believe, standing there with a golden censer. 
Amen. And he brought out some incense. Mm. And he said, I'm, yeah, come on. I might have not been able to answer it at the time she prayed it, but I'm about to pour it out right now. I'm here to tell somebody that your prayers might not be answered right now, but I'm telling you, there may be an angel waiting at the altar, ready to pour out incense on your prayers. Hallelujah. 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 It took much incense to be offered with the prayers of the saints. Let me tell you, our prayers are no good without the scent, the smell of heaven. Oh, Lord. The incense of heaven seemed to be mixed according to how bad or good our prayers are. How well they're put together. Come on. How in earnest they are. Some of them, it'll take much incense. Others, it may not take as much because they're already heavenly. I believe that's why the Bible likes us and encourages us to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because when you pray in the Holy Ghost, hon, that ain't nothing but incense. That's heavenly incense. It don't come from the natural. It comes from the spiritual. Oh, we need to pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. A missing ingredient. Come on, a missing ingredient. The fragrance is not right. There's something wrong with the mixture. Sometimes we don't think of it when we're praying. Maybe our prayer ain't what God really wants. Maybe it don't, maybe the fragrance isn't right. Maybe I'm not adoring him enough in my prayer. Maybe I've not worshipped him already, Brother Terry, for who he is. We are too busy asking him of things and praying for things when we ought to be worshiping him, sending some incense, some savor. Come on, a sweet savor to the Lord. Uh, oh, I can see this angel. I can see him. I'm almost standing back here. He sees all the prayers of the saints laying there. He sees these. It's been, been there for hard telling how long. And they've never been answered yet. And I can almost see him thinking, my goodness, this is a shame. All them prayers and ha, glory and you know, and I can almost see another slip up behind him and say, huh, you're going to need some more incense. So he, he picks up much incense. <laughs> he carries it out there. He said, we got to do something about these prayers not getting answered. Come on. I believe the Lord up in heaven is always wanting to answer our prayers. The Bible said he always hears. His ears are always open. Come on, they're never closed. So that lets us know that he hears them. Oh, now let me slow down for a minute. No matter how in earnest we are or how shallow we are. He hears our prayers no matter how close you are to him or how far away you are to him. 
So imagine that these prayers has all been laying there for some time. And the angel said, I got to get enough incense on these things that they'll rise off the altar. Come on. <laughs> Wouldn't it be a shame that when you go back and check after it's all cleared, that there's still a few prayers kind of dwindling around here that didn't come off the altar because there was not enough incense. How many times, church, have we went to God in prayer and we have failed, we've prayed to Him, but we've not adored His name. We've not praised Him for who He is. Come on. He's worthy of praise. I don't care if He's done anything for you. You would not be living if it hadn't been for Him. You wouldn't be working if it wasn't for Him. You wouldn't have a house or a car or a camper, or a truck, or any of that stuff, if it wasn't for him. I'm telling you, he's good. And some may have more than others, and that's all right. I believe it's just like, I believe it was pastor that said, he knows how much money you can handle. Just this morning, he knows how much you can handle. You get too much, you get all built up in yourself and think, man, I've got it together. No, you don't. God does. Hallelujah. And he's, he's given us so much and we are so unthankful and we fail to praise him. But every morning, Sister McGee and I get out of our bed, we go to the kitchen table and sit down and we thank God for a warm home. It's been down to these sub-zero temperatures and, and down into zero and below zero this year. I'm telling you, I thank God for heat that stayed on all night that didn't go out. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I thank God that I could turn on the spigot and there was water. Thank Him for it. We thank God that we can sit down at our table and sit up and take nourishment. We thank God that there is oats that we can have of the morning. Come on. I'm thanking him for his blessings. It's a good day. Come on. No matter how you really feel, it's a good day. Any day you can get out of your bed and go to the table and sit down and take nourishment, you better not forget, it's a good day. God has helped you get that far. Don't forget who he is. Hallelujah. There's ingredient mixing. There is ingredient missing. There needs to be some more savor. There needs to be some more incense, if you please. We need not just prayers, but we need anointed prayers. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Come on. Oh, oh I get there. I'm, I've not got to the scripture yet. That's about right. Hallelujah. There has to be a mixture of heaven in our prayers for them to rise off the altar. There was a reason why the angel had incense. He wanted those prayers to rise off of there. There has to be a mixture. 
If he'd have just took the coals out there and no incense, they'd have never rose off the altar. But he said, I'm going to make sure they're all answered. I don't want nothing left. I don't want no residue. Come on. I don't want nothing laying there when I walk away from this place. I want them prayers to all be answered. Oh, hallelujah. Mm, glory. You say, well, Bishop, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you tonight, I'm not sure our prayers is sincere enough. I found out in the last three years from my heart surgery to this time that I have prayed and I have prayed and it seems like that it's been a long time coming. But I want to tell you one thing. I believe that I'm starting to mix some incense with it and God's starting to hear my prayers again. Come on, church. Hallelujah. I have let the enemy interfere in pouring out the incense. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Woo. Come on. The angel, thank God that he had it in his mind that I'm going to need much incense, just a little. It's not going to do any good. It's, come on, there needs to be a better mixture. Come on, these prayers were earthly. Now they're in heaven. But that don't make them answered until they all went up off of the altar. <laughs> and what it's going to take to rise those prayers off the altar is some incense. Glory, hallelujah. Can I tell you tonight that what we pray in the Holy Ghost will send incense, come on, up to those prayers. Who knows if we could pray intently, if we could get into our prayers and, and pray in the Holy Ghost, how much quicker would the Lord answer our prayers when there's enough incense, Sonny? Ah, our prayers will be poured out. Come on, our prayers will be answered. So we must pray with everything that's in us. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God knows when you're sincere in your prayers. Sister McGee has went to bed and she can still, I mean, yeah, she don't have the pain like she used to have, but she still has the regular arthritis pain that she used to have even before all this other happened. Of last year, God healing her, and she was on pain medicine constantly. She's not like that no more. Yeah, in the change of weather, she can tell you what's going to come because she starts hurting real bad. And we went to bed here lately, and she, of course, she said, Dear, I'm just hurting so bad. And I grabbed her hand and we began to pray. And did you know that 99% of the time, after we say a little prayer, Sister McGee goes off to sleep? But I'm going to tell you, every day we come to him and thank him and praise him for our day and for the, for the, for the home that he's given us. Come on. The automobiles they, that he's given me to drive for for the blessing of those extras, you know, the, the, the camper, you know, the motorcycle, all those things that extras that he don't have to do, but he, he loves us enough that he pours them out and we can't pour out no praise to him. We can't give him some sweet smell coming from our lips that we can't lift our hands just a little and say, God, I thank you for this day. It's a good day. God, I can get in my car. I can go anywhere I want to. Ah, 
because you've blessed me. Just a little, just a little stinking note here for, just a little note here for pastor in this church. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm living pro system again. I was living, you cannot outgive God. We found out that the more we bless God and His church, the more that blessing comes back to us. And as you do that time after time, uh, you, you, you listen to pastor. Uh, you listen, listen to this old bishop. He's been around a while. I'm telling you, the more that you give to God, as you go along, that builds up, and he starts giving more back to you. And you think, what am I going to do with this? Well, I'll tell you what you do. You increase and start giving him more. Come on. If you've never found that blessing, then you're beneath your privileges. Come on. You need to try him out and see. Come on. Send up some incense. That offering is an incense. It's worship. Come on. That's just as good as raising your hand when he sees you put in that offering. Oh. Glory. Hallelujah. Well, you bishop, you, he, he probably don't know what he's talking about. Well, maybe I do. With five children at home and no job from October to March. No everyday job to go to. But guess what? In the middle of all of that, I had money in my pocket. Pastor Sizemore, I would go to church and he'd catch me when I'd come in the door. And he'd say, Brumkey, is everything all right? I'd say, yes, sir. Everything is fine. Now, brother... I need to know the truth. I said, brother, I can open my billfold. I've got money in it just like I've been working. And I had, but it didn't come from God started supplying needs. People started calling me at home needing their cars worked on. A lady friend of ours had a garage. Wintertime, y'all. And the first thing you know, I had a jack and I had this that I could raise them cars up. And I was... Rebuilding transmissions and I was doing this and I was doing that And when I got a call in March to go to work I had over a week's work ahead of me and I took it to where I was going to go to work I drawed one unemployment check from them. I did not draw none My past boss and I will not mention who he was it does not matter but my past boss that because I had went from business to him, he wanted all of our customers. So he grabbed me and kept me for about eight months. If he kept me that long and ousted me. I'm sorry to have to do this. Yeah, I'm sorry, but he's grinning all the time. You know? But I'm telling you what, God took care of us. You know why? Because we praised him in the good times and we praised him in the bad times. We didn't just stay home from church because I lost my job. In fact, it was during Christmas. I was running the sound system. Come on, Brother Andrew. I went every, whenever they had practice and it was quite a bit. We was practicing for Christmas. Come on. 
We was putting on a cantata. And I went every time there was practice. I didn't miss one time. And it wasn't a car that got 28 miles to the gallon. It was a Buick Electra, 225, you know, one of those 455 cubic inch engines that likes gas. I was able to put gas in it. I went and served God and we praised Him sending a sweet smelling savor even though I was out of a job and God smelled it. Come on. God smelled that praise. You might be surprised what God can do with nothing. What God can do with nothing. Come on. He took nothing and he made you. You're nothing but dust. But God took dust and he made you. And you're a living soul. You better praise him for who he is. A missing ingredient. There's not enough incense. But I'm going to tell you. Till you get the mixture right on your altar, then prayers are never going to rise off the altar. The answers are never going to come until the mixture is right. Hallelujah. I'm going to prove it. I've I done read you the scripture, but I'm going to go back to it. Revelations 8 and 4. One, with the prayers of the saints, and number, verse number three, upon the golden altar which was before the throne, and the smoke, verse four, of incense which came with prayers of the saints ascended. Come on, it come off the altar. Up before God and out of the angels' hands. Let me tell you something. If we can pray in earnest enough, Brother Terry, to just get our prayers in the angels' hands. If we can just get them to rise off of this earthly altar unto heaven. How many times have you said, you've prayed and you said, I didn't feel like my... I don't think they even went any higher in the roof. I don't, I don't think it. They didn't go any place. Yeah, anybody felt that way before? Your prayers didn't go any place. They stayed on the altar. Maybe it's because there wasn't enough incense. Maybe there wasn't, wasn't a, enough mixture of, of worship and praise to go with them. There wasn't enough to get, come on, there wasn't enough to mix with our prayers to get them to move off the altar. Hallelujah. Our imperfect prayers are mixed with His perfect Word. And they reach heaven as a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord. The Word becomes the frankincense on earth. In heaven, it's the living Word. <laughs> Woo, glory. I'm going to preach long. See, you don't make intercessory prayers. We participate in it. 
And we do it through the Holy Ghost, through the Spirit of God. That's the only way we can. That's the only way we can send incense. We need the Holy Ghost. It's powerful. It said we need it. Come on, when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive power. Can I tell you tonight that we're just the vessel? He's the voice. Come on. If I can get into that place that I'm just a vessel, come on. And he begins the voice of my praise. That he became the voice of my prayers. Come on. I don't know how to pray until I get in contact with him. And he shows me how to pray with utterances and groanings that cannot be uttered. Come on. It can be spoken in English. When I get in the presence of God, he begins to pray for me. Oh, glory. Somebody shout hallelujah. We need to get in a place that God prays for us. That it's no longer me that's praying, but it's him that's on the inside. Begins to pray for me. Oh, God, help the incense. Thank you, Jesus. I know there's some thinking right now, he can't get it in 45 minutes. Hallelujah. He's the voice. He should be the voice. Somebody say he should be. Oh. All right, I'm, I'm, a, I'm going there. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit. Everybody said the Spirit helpeth our infirmities. What we're not able to do, the Spirit does. Come on. Anybody ever had an infirmity in their prayer? Your prayer was sick. You couldn't get past it. You couldn't get anything done with it. Come on. The Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. We know not what we should pray for as we ought. In other words, I don't even understand what I'm praying about. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession. It's not us that makes intercession. It's the Spirit of God in us that makes intercession for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. The mixture is wrong in our prayers many times. Too much us and not enough heaven. Not enough him. There's a missing ingredient. It can't come off the altar because we forgot who he is and we haven't worshipped him. No incense. No worship. No praise. Receiving no glory. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm closing. Brother Mason, you can come. Jude 20 says, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. God would not let me go. I already kind of had it together. I came over to the office when I was supposed to preach this, what, three weeks ago. 
And in my office, as I began to read through those scriptures again, tears started rolling down my face, and I just started worshiping. Oh, God. I'm tired of my prayers not being answered. Come on. I got serious prayers that need to be answered. I got children that's going to go to hell if my prayers aren't answered. You got people in your family that's fell to the wayside. Now, I don't know whether you understand this or not, but the Bible speaks of it, plucking them out of the fire. I feel like church that we're in that spot. That if we're ever going to get our kids where they need to be in God, if we're going to get them saved, Sister Sharon, I believe we're going to have to pluck them out of the fire, Brother Terry. Because you look around. I've watched my grandchildren. I've watched my kids. And they've been taught right, brother. They brought up in this thing. They know. Yet I see them getting deeper and deeper and deeper. They don't even look close to what they used to look like. What? I got to get serious with this thing. I need my prayers to rise off the altar. Church, we're in a place in this church. Brother Sister Malone, you all have got an awesome job ahead of you. You even understand how many kids in this city need help. Oh, I'm feeling this. Even while I'm talking, I'm feeling the anointing spreading over my body. Brother Terry, you've got a daughter that needs God. Sister Sarah, you've got family that needs God. Brother Josh, mom and daddy and your brothers need God. A lot of you sitting in here, you could raise your hand and say, I've got family that needs God. Brother Cox needs to be set beside you, sister. And I've been praying earnestly for him. Even in the wee hours of the morning, God's woke me up and I went to my office and I've been praying for Brother Cox. I'm not saying he's backslid. I'm saying there's not enough incense. God. Pretty girl, we need to be praying. Says sister, set beside you. Till that sister's setting beside you. I said until. Come on. Not when, but it when. It's going to. Come on, church. We need some mixture with our prayers. There needs to be an incense. Oh, God. I need you, Jesus. Oh, God. Brother Mason. Brother often comes to me in prayer. Oh, I've heard him minister the word of God and I've heard him stomp those cowboy boots. Right now he can't do that. Oh God. Oh. 
church, are we going to take this serious? Let's get this thing mixed up right so that our prayers are answered. Let's, let's do it. Would you stand with me? I'm opening this altar tonight. If you've got nothing else to pray and worship about, you've got your family that needs you. They need the prayers of this church. Oh, God. Oh, I need you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.